Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, over the past 50 years, the travel industry has experienced vast change, going from one off expensive family holidays to commuting from London to New York to the age of low cost travel. One man who's had a window seat to all these changes is one Pat Dawson, the now former CEO of the Irish Travel Agents Association. And Pat joins me now. How are you, Pat? Good morning, Bobby, and how are you? I'm fantastic. Lovely to talk to you again. And firstly, congratulations on your retirement. You're a man who's done the state and indeed the travel business some service, 50 years and all. Thank you very much, Ed. It, it, time flies, and I've only uh, went through my first week of retirement, and I can certainly recommend it to everybody, Bobby. Good, good. Now, are you, are you, when you look back, Pat, over... Uh, the 50 years. Let's let's go back there for a second because I think it's interesting. Travelling in a world without your phone, Ryanair or Google, whether you packed traveller's checks, rolls of film, uh, flew on airlines where smoking was permitted and in-flight meals and bags were free. It just sounds like centuries ago, but it isn't that long ago. It isn't, Bobby. No, but I, I can remember well. Uh, you know, as and uh, having having started off, my my first experience was was, was setting up a J one um, user office in Carlow Regional College, where I studied business studies, and that gave me the bug because it was a fantastic thing for students to do. And today it is, and I'd recommend it to all those people in colleges to, to get your J one and and go go see the states or wherever Absolutely. else. And uh, I got the bug for that, and. Uh, then I moved on in my career and that, but it was a, it was certainly has changed drastically. And I suppose that, you know, it's like everything else. I suppose when we ring up big companies and so forth, it's hard to get a human being. But the travel trade, you can get human beings all the time, and that's that's what we live and die on on personal service. And the role of the travel agent, uh, while still very relevant, the role has changed significantly, has it not? It has, it has indeed, and I suppose the the sort of people who who want to use a travel agent, I suppose they want a bit of care and attention. And you know, people have said it to me over the years. Look, will you look after us uh, when we're doing this, that, and the other? And I suppose you know, many, many, uh, large percentage of people do their own thing. They go on their their internet and they book a hotel and whatever else, and that's sort of that into the market. But the market sort of travel agents are the, sort of. The, the, the deal with, of course, uh, ordinary budget holidays, but also big time is expensive holidays and people are lashing out a lot of money to going further afield and they want that protection and, and care and they want to know when there is an issue, even though we might be able to solve all the issues, that they can pick up a phone yeah. uh, at any time of the day or night and do it. And also we have a huge amount who, who use agents uh, as for corporate travel, the big companies of Ireland use many, many travel agents to look after all their executives travelling throughout the world. So the, the travel agent then has, has to become, or has had to become probably more specialist in certain areas so that you get different uh, travel agents focusing almost in different sectors. Has that been a trend that you've noticed? Yes, for, for, yeah, very much so. Uh, and I mean, when I, when I sort of finished my days sort of working for somebody else and... and we set up Dawson Travel in, in Cork, which my son runs now. I mean, we, we had, well, the great thrill of that was we, we specialised in, in, in sports travel. And it was really, and they still do. And it, we had, I was at fantastic matches, be it rugby, soccer, 
you know, tennis, Wimbledon, you name it, horse racing, Cheltenham. I mean, and I'm a sports lover and it really suited me and uh, got fa- fantastic opportunities both yeah. to be with customers, uh, winning Man United, winning the Europeans and, you know, we flew a thousand people out there, but it was nerve-wracking and, you know, I could tell you, it's stories, Bobby, that stand, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of wakeless, sleepless nights. I, I mean, can imagine. When, uh, you know, airplanes, uh, air, I mean, we were the first company to fly a 747 out of Cork Airport and, and that, and a, a big white 747 with, I think it was 480 people of it. And um, at the time, we you know Cork was, was, was developing and at the time, I mean, you couldn't do it today. I think we had some sort of a hangar that the 400 people were, Packed into at seven o'clock in the morning, waiting, waiting to go to, to um, I think it was uh, uh, Cardiff for a final, Munster final, and that. But as I say, now it's developed into a fantastic airport, which is great. But you know the thrills we got over. But uh, you know, I could tell you stories. Uh, I bore the people of nerve-wracking tickets and stuff like that, Bobby. Tell us this, Pat. When you look back and you reflect on your fifty years. And you look at travel now, and you know let let's forget about the pandemic because that was that was its own uh yeah you know that was a, a almost a, a tragedy in itself from a travel perspective, but if you look at now the anxiety around travel that maybe wasn't there, like would you accept that travel has moved from a fairly glamorous place in our lives, you know even the people working in it to something now that is fairly stress-filled, there's security, there's... It, it just... It, you really have to be organised. It takes forever. Yeah. What What do you say? My way of dealing with it is I just de-stress completely and I don't let anything upset me when I'm travelling. Even if you get the worst news possible, you just stay in the zone and don't get upset by anything. Yeah, you're dead right. And, and there is a lot of pleasure gone out of it. And with the world we live in and security and stuff like that... And then, you know, if, if if something is wrong by a little bit, it's wrong by a big bit because you can't do anything. And, you know, uh, you know, locator forms and, and tickets and pieces of paper or whatever else. And and that. And then the airlines are different because the airlines, I mean, you know, they're back to back now. An aircraft, uh, you know, might have six flights in the daytime. And if there's one, you know, if one thing goes wrong, those other five flights are, are screwed. Yeah. And therefore, there's a thousand people. So, like airlines, you know, I mean, the economics is driving airlines, you know, sitting on their own way, won't pay the wages. So they've got to keep, keep moving. And that, and certainly, you know, you know, I, I you know, uh, like yourself, I mean, I, I, over the many, many years traveling, it's not as pleasurable uh, as it used to be. I mean, you know, I envy the people who can travel up front and business class and you see them going into a lounge. Now, the comfort of that, we had that comfort uh, going back many years ago when airports weren't as packed and everything else. Uh, but but everyone is doing their best and we're trying to make it uh, stress-free, both the, both the airports and the travel agents and, and, and that. But uh, it's, it's, it's a tougher climate, certainly, nowadays because it's so busy, so chaotic, and that, but um, I, I, I think you know, um, if you get through the pandemic, you'll get through anything, as you said. So, um, you know, hopefully, it, 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 it'll smooth out and uh, people will have enjoyment. And, and you know, with these air ATC strikes in France at the moment, upsetting flights and everything else. And when, when things are cancelled, like you know, it has a ripple effect on the customer, 
uh, yeah. be it, you know, transfers at the airport, be it the hotel, be it whatever else. So it, it, it has a ripple effect. And people going to going to events like matches uh, or whatever else, weddings or whatever else. So, you know, when flights are cancelled, it, it, it's a major yeah. problem it's on, a big on, deal. On, on people. Yeah. A big deal, yes. And finally, Pat, do you ever see a day that we might be travelling where there'll be no... Uh, luggage in the hold that people will be encouraged to travel with no bags or minimum bags is that coming down the track it is it is because you know i mean one thing drives me mad bobby is that you know this from fair should be barred because the from fair it means you don't have a seat and you don't have a bag yeah. so are you going are you going in your pajamas or whatever <laughs> yeah. i mean it's just it should be barred because yeah it's, you know, it's misleading fair, it, yeah it's very, very misleading, but I would hope, uh, you know, I, I would hope with very, very modern aircraft now and that, so, and, and quicker, and uh, I, I would hope that uh, things will improve, and, and you have to be optimistic in our game. If you're not an optimistic person, you should leave it. <laughs> well, listen, you uh, you bear all the scars, Pat. You wear the T-shirt <laughs> with pride. Uh, congratulations on such long service to all your members, to all the travel agents in the country. Many of them will be very, very sorry to see you retire. So thanks for all you've done for the industry, Pat. And we wish you well in your retirement. God bless. Thank you very much, Bobby. Pleasure. Thank you. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.